0: This is Southern Tier Close-up on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com.
1: Southern Tier Close-up a weekly public affairs presentation of this station loosely put <laughs> something that's cobbled together for the past you know, 3 decades going on 4 decades. Jason Garner, the Broom County Executive, is on my telephone line right now. Good morning, County Executive. How are you doing today?
0: Good morning, Kathy. I'm doing wonderful, and I hope you're doing as well as I'm doing.
1: You know, you sound a lot more relaxed than you did about a year ago.
0: <laughs> I am. I am. Things have uh, gotten a lot better in the community, and i um, looking forward to kind of closing this chapter and um just kind of getting back to the uh you know the regular job at, at hand that I that I really really like to do and I think everybody's looking forward to that kind of closing the chapter on covid and and getting back to to uh normal.
1: Yeah, I mean really using the word normal so loosely because nothing is going to be exactly what it was and what we've been discovering is taint necessarily all that bad that You know, I mean, it's a horrible what happened. Absolutely horrible. But it's interesting how a lot of things have gotten a very large kick in the derriere to move in a very different direction and to evolve where no one expected or could ever foreseen how, I mean, it's amazing how adaptive human beings are and how things that get thrown at us we can deal with.
0: It is. I mean, it was a. It was probably one of the more difficult periods that I've ever lived through in my life. But it was pretty amazing to see how the community came together, right? And that's what typically happens, in, in these, uh, you know, when when we're faced with adversity, especially in this community, whether it's floods or you know pandemics, uh, we see it. You know, the best of us kind of rally together and come together, and um, we get through it. And well, holy so, moly!
1: You would have thought 2011 flooding was going to be the, the the high point, low point. You know, uh, right. what, that who could ever have foreseen that there was going to be? Hey, wait! Look at this!
0: Right, right. <laughs> and uh, you know, like we, we we learned a lot of we learned a lot about each other. We we were able to work really well together. I mean, a lot of people, um, you know, just across this community, really really work together to get through this. And, you know, I, th- I think you were saying this, uh, you know, we, we, we learned different things like big things and small things. Like we learned that um, just like a little thing, like around here in the, in the County, we learned that, um, you know, I don't necessarily, if I want to have a meeting with 20 of my department heads, I don't have to have them all drive in from all different, you know, places in the, in the community, you know, where they work, I can just fire up a zoom meeting and we can save a lot of money and we can all see each other and, We can have a meeting so i think that there's i think there's a some things that we've learned from this pandemic that are going to help government you know become more efficient as well um we were able a lot of us were able to do two jobs sometimes even three at once now i don't think that's something we're gonna that's a sustainable thing but it kind of showed us that um you know we're we're able to uh you know especially with our health employees and emergency services employees we're able to kind of do um kind of different things when we're called on to to do them just because we had to do that during the pandemic. So we learned a lot of stuff about each other. And I think we'll, we'll keep, we'll, uh, we'll uh, have some of those lessons and we'll be able to make government, you know, better as we move forward from this.
1: funny thing that um, I have gotten, so maybe it comes with age. (laughs) that I like to reminisce an awful lot, even if it's only for, you know, 14 months back. But uh, I was going by the Forum Theater about, oh, I don't know, several weeks ago anyway. Well, it would have been, I have to say it would have been in May, you know, in early May. And as I'm going by the dark marquee of the Forum Theater at the god-awful time I come into work, um, it, it I had a flashback to one county executive standing under said marquee and saying, about how so much had been taken away from the class of 2020 and that the students' uh, images and their sports and all that thing, just to try to give them something. And a year later, um, somebody I'm related to, my husband, uh, is playing the Union Endicott prom, you know? And and we, we didn't not think, we didn't know what to think, but I really don't think anybody thought, even just a year later, that we would have been back to, even though it wasn't the same sort of animal proms had been for decades and decades, that there would right. even be a prom in 2021.
0: Right, because there were there weren't any in 2020, and they didn't. You know, every everybody just uh, shut down. And I, I do remember that. I do remember, um, you know, my my deputy county executive at the time, Kevin McManus, who, uh, you know, one of his. Uh, one of, one of his passions is, is sports and working with kids in sports. And he uh, came in one morning and he said, you know, really beginning in the winter sports season, all of these kids have just lost their seasons. You know, uh, the, the pandemic.
1: Lost their finale. Uh,
0: yeah. Like the sectionals and the states, I think the states uh, abruptly came to an end for all the winter sports. And of course there were no spring sports and, you know, those are really important to kids. And, you know, we think about all the ways this pandemic affects us and has affected us in many ways. You just, you think about kids, whether they're sports or whether they're in band or chorus or, you know, other, you know, performing arts. And you think, you know, the springtime is the time when you're, you know, you're kind of at the end of the school, you've got all these great memories, you're kind of finishing your last. And they didn't have that. And just putting, you know, being able to to flash that up on the marquee. We got this, this brand new marquee in the past year or so. Um, we use that to, you know, recognize, uh, kids who are graduating. We recognize kids who were, who didn't have that last sports season or had that last chorus or, or band season. And it was pretty cool to see all the parents come down with the kids and just be able to take pictures and, and have that. It wasn't anywhere near having their season, but We were able to salvage something, and maybe that's like a good metaphor for for the past year. You know, like we we had to make the best of it it in a really difficult time.
1: It must feel—I mean—in the position that you are in, uh, with everybody looking to you. You never ask for this, but it must feel now like finally someone has grabbed that playground turntable quote-unquote merry-go-round thing that was spinning wildly and finally grabbed it and stopped it so that you can actually get your bearings because for a while there when it started oh we're going to be locked down for a week or two and then Mm -hmm. it ended up going on and on and more restrictions and this and that and the the numbers going up and just just seeing you on the daily uh news briefings and then the weekly news briefings even as the death toll and the death toll does continue to rise but not at the rate it was but yeah. just the, the the look on your face when you had to deliver these numbers and it, there's just i think it would've been you, you you can't be a person to not have seen that um, you know i know these people with their political ilks and they they'll not like you for <laughs> just because right. you're a democrat right. but i mean you just had to see the the personal impact of being of having to do this on a daily basis weekly basis as this thing continued to progress i mean it, it it must be at least a chance to catch a breath now even though we're still dealing with stuff but at least having a chance to breathe
0: it was I, it was definitely the most difficult thing I've ever had to do, especially, you know, talking about the, the deaths that we had in the community. But what I will say, what, what really helped out was, I mean, first of all, a lot of people helped out, right? Like my family helped out and my coworkers helped out. But I think what was really also very, very helpful was we had a really great working relationship with um, members of, uh, different political parties ac- across the, the county. Um, you know, the, the legislature, uh, chairman Reynolds, um, we had to do a lot of different things and we had to do them quickly. And typically those things in, in government don't, don't happen quickly. You really <laughs> have to explain that. And, uh, <laughs> we, we were able to just have this relationship, you know, that, that have been, um, you know, growing over the past few years, but really in the in the past year, had this relationship where we trusted each other, and we said, "Look, we're in a pandemic," and um, and we all agreed, like there's no there's no politics in this. And to their credit, I mean, um, I, I'm sure there were you, know, you look back on on this, and I'm I'm sure there are things that I could have done differently, or mm. um, certain things that I could have uh, you know maybe like filled in um, people more. Um, trying to explain what I was doing or whatever, but to to the, the credit of the legislature and other elected officials across the community, there was never any criticism of, you know, n- no politics were played. And I think that, that that was really helpful in terms of us being able to develop a response to the pandemic and inform people, because if there was, if there was the kind of shenanigans that go on in Washington, D.C. and Broom County during this time, we right. would have had a you know, we would have had a really awful, awful problem here because part of the pandemic was really just trying to get the information that we had, share it with the public and say, this is what we're seeing right now. And, you know, we might see something differently in the next couple of weeks, but you please trust us that what we're seeing right now is what we're what we're seeing, and this is why we're taking the appropriate action. Well, that's that what we're getting we're some
1: 2020 hindsight now, where people are going, oh, mother, now they're telling us this, and now they're telling It's like, don't you people remember what happened to your This thing is evolving. This is something that we never saw before. I mean, I, I know when it happened, there were a few raised eyebrows. I was surprised there wasn't more questions, uh, but people pretty much supported your Rather interesting directive to stop buses from coming in. I mean that. I mean, I kind of went, hmm. (laughs) You know, we uh,
0: shut down the bus station. Yeah, and who'd have ever
1: thought that that a Broome County executive would say, no, 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 the buses aren't coming in.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, you know, again, you know, given the information that we had, a lot of this, you know, this was coming from. Uh, major metropolitan areas, especially the the city, right? Um, and we said, you know, how do we? What what can we do to best prevent the the rapid spread of this? And we said, we're going to shut the buses down. It Wasn't an easy decision to make, but you know, in those early days, you go back. I remember when we started to get our first shortages, and you know, the toilet paper was one thing. I think everybody remembers that, but I remember when, you know, there was some other shortages starting to happen. Dogs. You know, I remember walking into. Remember, I remember one like there was one weekend I just couldn't find any toilet paper anywhere. I'm like, all right, I'm out of the emergency. I'm out. I got out of the the EOC for a couple hours, and I told my wife I'm gonna. She's like, we're low on toilet paper. I'm like, I'm gonna go find. it couldn't find it anywhere, and I remember going into the stores, and all the cleaning section of the store. I couldn't believe it. You know, the paper towels, the. The, uh, the cleaning solutions were just wiped out. And then I'm I just just in those early days thinking, what is going to happen if food starts to get wiped out? Like, we, what, what do we do for that? I remember talking to my emergency services director. I'm like, we got a plan for this? Like, if there's shortages of, you know, many other critical things out there. And he's like, yeah, we got a plan for everything. We just, you know, we've we never done this before, though. So wow. it's an it will be a new thing. So um, it, it was, uh, yeah. Just looking back on it, it it's, it it has been a long year, and especially during those first few few months where it was scary because people just didn't really, you know, we never had gone through this before, right. and a lot of people were very very scared.
1: Let's totally switch gears now. Let's look forward. Um, yes. Uh, th- one thing that I was talking to to a few people about government officials and they say well now that there is and and you and i've discussed this now that there has been the the recovery acts and things like that there is money starting to flow for governments for for projects and to recover and to help businesses and you know the infrastructure issues and stuff and you just recently announced that uh, the road schedule for this construction season and it's a doozy
0: it is so the the state, so we do about, you know, we, we have about 30, 300 miles of roads in Broome County. County roads, there's certainly also town and village and state roads and those things, but we have about 300 miles of county roads. We typically do about 30 uh, miles of road a year. We do about uh, 10% of our roads. And we, we got a large, like very substantial increase in funding from the state to do more roads. So we're going to be able to actually double the amount of roads that we're doing. So, you know, it's really exciting. You know, certainly the thing that we hear about probably the most from people is, you know, especially right after the winter, (laughs) you know, when is, when's my road going to get fixed? When the pothole is going to get filled, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we have a very aggressive schedule. It's going to, you know, we already started doing it. I think we're on our fifth project. We're also doing some bridges as well, and that's going to go all the way until September. So it's a really busy construction season and as you alluded to there there is a lot of federal funding that has come down not just in the Broom County but in other towns and villages and we we certainly haven't made decisions on what we're gonna do with this rescue plan money yet. But we're in a pretty good financial situation and it's gonna give us an opportunity to invest in infrastructure. So, you know, you're gonna see that happen. Probably a record investment in, in infrastructure over the next couple of years as a result of of getting these funds
1: that money coming in has got to be such a relief because there was so much concern a year ago about what big of a financial hole we were we're going to be yeah. in as a result of paying for ppe and nursing staff and trying to keep the daycare going for essential workers and all that kind of stuff we, and it was just amazing. we
0: uh and that was the other stuff that was i'm like i just it was uh it, it was a lot to handle because there was a the pandemic response and then there was well, how do I pay for this when, you know, we got to do
1: testing. We got to pay for it. We got to yeah, get the I tests
0: mean, in when you don't have money. I mean, when the, when businesses shut down, you, you don't collect sales tax revenues. So our sales tax revenues, that first terrible month in April, were down 50%. And at one point we were projecting our revenues being off $50 million. And I'm like, okay, we have to do all this extra stuff, pay for all this extra stuff. And we have uh, $50 million less to do it with. And and that was, uh, you know, trying to trying to manage that. You know, I give credit to my team to uh, and the county employees that stepped up. That's why we, we had to have people do two or three jobs at the same time because we didn't have any money to pay to hire any extra people or even fill the positions when people would leave. So that was... Uh, it, we were in a, in a very difficult financial situation but we got out of it and i think actually by the end of this year i think we're going to be in a better financial situation than we've been in wow. in some time so that's the that's one of the good things to look through in COVID is that we got through it and i think in certainly financially and, and definitely with our infrastructure we're going to come out a lot better at the end of it
1: <laughs> Wow! what a year right This show has gone by fast, too, and we are over time, and I don't care. Uh, (laughs) We're going to have to have you come back in. Thank you so much for being my guest. This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close. Are you kidding me?